Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And this is You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop, a proud member of the Geek2Geek Media Network. In this week's episode, we will be talking about our favorite comebacks from the month of November. But first, before we get into all of our stuff, um, I have set up something a little fun for you guys, a little fun for us. It's basically a podcast survey. Um, We are looking forward to maybe what you guys would want to hear in the next year. We're wrapping up 2022, moving into 2023, and... There's a lot of groups to cover and a lot of artists and topics of K-pop. And we just kind of want to see, you know, what you guys are interested, what you like about the podcast, any feedback you want to leave us. So um, in the description of this episode, you will find a Google form that will have some questions for you. Um, It's completely completely anonymous. We're not collecting your emails or anything. (laughs) Um, So if you fill that out for us, that would be a huge help. And we'll have that running to the end of the year and probably a little bit past the end of the year. Um, So please do go check that out if you can. Uh, So now let's jump into what we've been doing in K-pop this week. Katie, what have you been up to? Well, Spotify Wrapped obviously came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we talked about it already. Did we? No, 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 no. It came out um this week. Okay, but we're gonna yeah. do a whole episode on that next week. It's kind of killed us to not do it this week, but <laughs> yes, we already had a schedule. So yes, um, yeah. So Spotify Wrapped dropped. Um, can't wait to like talk all about it. Um, our Spotify Wrapped dropped for our podcast though, mm-hmm. which was like mind blowing. Yes. Like cuz really if you think about it like Spot uh Spotify is only it's not even our most uh used platform in terms of how mm-hmm. people listen to us. People listen to us mostly with Apple Podcasts. Yeah, and it was just like wild to see that there were lots of people who use Spotify who had us as their like number one podcast. But also just to be in the top 10 of, like, almost 700 people is wild. It was so cool. You guys are awesome. Yeah, it was wonderful to see. And, like, it's been, oh, gosh, two years since we started this podcast. We started at the beginning of 2020, and now we're here now, almost finishing up our third or second year. It's weird. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been fun for sure. It's been oh, good. Lots of K-pop. We had some lovely people tell us that, you know, or tweet at us that we were in their Spotify wrapped and mm-hmm. stuff. That was a lot of that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we were someone uh someone who had us as their number one mm-hmm. podcast, like sent us a message, which was very sweet. I like couldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been riding that high for like a week now. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so I've been listening to my like 101 most listened to songs or whatever for the year. Mm-hmm. Been listening to that. Um, also, some albums dropped. Uh, ATs's Paradium dropped, and their video for it was amazing. Mm. It was super good. That's that's ATs's new Japanese album. Super super good. Um, also, they're still on tour, so I've been living live in the tour uh videos on tiktok and stuff so continuing to watch those um also rm's indigo dropped 
God, I know. Which has been a lot to take mm-hmm. since Friday. Like, it dropped it. The video for Wildflower came out at 9 p.m. Pacific on Thursday. And then we had, like, all of Friday. Because he was also on uh, NPR's Tiny Desk. So we got, like, a performance of that. I was asleep when he did his his live on Weverse where he, like, performed mm-hmm. songs and stuff. Same. But it's been amazing. Um, I knew it was going to be good. Just wasn't emotionally prepared <laughs> for well, it. Yeah. 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 But, uh, yeah. And then, um, the mamas happened. So I was catching up on the mama performances and wow. Stray kids between like stray kids and TXT. Like I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, the Stray Kids performance as a whole group was phenomenal. Like, Absolutely. When they came out and I was like, there's only seven. Where are we missing? Oh, oh, Hyunjin is 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 coming down from the roof. My bad. <laughs> Didn't know he was going to repel in from the ceiling. Yeah. Um. Amazing. The JYP um, groups did also the, like, in-camera like animation thing where they had mm-hmm. like what what did they they had like a big spider on they top had a giant stage, spider right? on the top i was like good gracious <laughs> it was it was so good and then mm-hmm. um three racha did a collab performance which was very very good um you know what personally i just need i'm hoping for like the stray kids like because they're, re- they're doing that, like, Encore Maniac performance next year, right? Because mm. um, they're doing, like, this Encore, two Encore performances of their concert. And I'm like, could you just, like, for the Encore, like, just three Racha, please. <laughs> like, three Racha also, by three Racha, produced by three Racha. <laughs> yes. But also, could one of the songs that they do is their Encore be Case 143? please for the love of all that you love us like for the stay please Mm -hmm. like maybe just a little bit i think they will like i can't wait but anyways um the mama performances have been phenomenal j-hope was incredible um did i sob during his acceptance speech yeah yeah i did did i sob more when he called Jin to like talk did you watch that? No, I did. I knew he called him, but I didn't know it was on stage. He called him on stage. So he called, he said, um, when he was accepting the Platinum Award, which was a brand new award that the mamas are giving out now. So it's an award that'll go to a group if they basically do like a uh, day saying all kill, pretty much, if they get all four of the major categories, which BTS did for several years in a row. The first mm. one being... I don't know if it's the first one, but they got all four major categories in 2019. So that's what they were given the award for. Um, so J-Hope obviously was there because he performed. And then he also won two individual awards. Mm-hmm. So he went on stage to accept the Platinum Award. And he said that Jin wanted to say a few words. And he called him. And it was this whole, like, Jin was like, why are you calling me? <laughs> <laughs> but... So he put the phone up to the microphone and Jin basically was like, thank you for this award, like all these different things. But then he said uh, he yelled army and everyone was like, this is the last time we're going to hear him. 
like for two years. And then he said, um, like, stay safe, be healthy, eat well. And then he's like, this is my last public. He goes, I won't be making any more public appearances. The worst part about that situation, it wasn't that it was like sad and emotional. J-Hope was on the verge of crying. And I was like, I can't deal with this. He He got tears in his eyes because it's like, one, it's like, hard right because i know we're just talking about bts but like they went to the mamas as a whole group the previous year and now j-hope is there representing the group by himself Mm -hmm. which if you watch when like j-hope's um the video right the bts episode where he went to lollapalooza Mm -hmm. and like he was talking about how it was like really hard being alone and being by himself that he didn't feel like his normal sunshine self Mm-hmm. And it kind of felt the same way, like being yeah. there without the members and like repping the whole group, even though he was there to like, like he was invited to like perform. And that's so, so amazing for him. Mm-hmm. Um, So it was like for them to win so many awards, but him to be there to accept them by himself felt yeah. different. And then. To have Jin be like, I'm not going to be, I'm going to go off to the military and I won't be around for a while. You're like, well, I'm sobbing. Thanks. <laughs> but it was, it was wonderful. The mamas were done, were well, like lots of people won incredible awards. I'm super excited for all the people that won. Um, if, if I have to listen to Bonchan tell me again that he doesn't deserve any awards, I'm going to fly to Korea and find him and be like, you deserve everything. Please stop saying this. <laughs> Straight Kids <sighs> won a lot of awards over the last two award shows, which they were did not expect. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like he doesn't feel like they are as popular or as loved as they are. And it drives me absolutely bonkers that he thinks that. Yeah, no, and I'm they, like, they they deserve everything they got. Yes, they very very much did, and so did Monster X for winning Global Global Artist of the Year at the MMAs, and everyone's been doing a phenomenal job this year. Um, so I'm very proud of all of them. And the last thing that I watched was Felix posted his vlog from when he went to Australia. That was so sweet. <laughs> he surprised his sister Olivia. Because she didn't know he was coming, so he, like, cahooted with his older sister and his mom. And they, like, surprised her. And (laughs) she did the thing with one of my favorite things that um, Chan does, too. When he goes, you're lying, with, like, the accent. And she does the same thing. And it was so cute. It was so sweet. He called it his sunshine vlog. It was really sweet. She was having a really bad day, and then he like yeah. showed up out of nowhere, and she was sobbing, but oh. happy. It was sweet. Very sweet. I wish Felix had gotten a longer time there. I need to watch mm-hmm. Chan's vlog from when he was in mm. Australia. I'm sure it's just as wonderful. I'm sure. Just him. We. I mean, I hope there's parts in there of him giving Hannah a hard time. I hope so. <laughs> and her just being done with him. She's like, can you leave now? Can you fly back to Korea, please? Like, can you leave, please? <laughs> but anyways, that's what I did. How about you? Um, I was also loving the mama performances. <sighs> Stressing out about it, to be honest. We had... Hyolin do her 
song Layin' Low, mm-hmm. um, you know, also came out of the sky and performed in the sky and then eventually was brought down. Um, and then she performed with BB. And, you know, those are two very uh, attractive women, not afraid to be sexy on stage kind of women. And then BB performed BB Vengeance. Now, BB Vengeance, the main part of the chorus is basically her just saying in Korean, a bad bitch, a bad bitch, a bad bitch, right? Mm-hmm. So they had to censor her, obviously. So the version of the song, it's like, and they cut off the part. Well, then there's the part of the, there's like a climax to the song where she like screams it. Like, not, but yeah, like, and screams it like that. And like, that's when the beat hits, you know? And so that part, she's like, oops, forgot to censor myself and like screamed it. And the whole audience was like, what? <laughs> Idol had to censor themselves too, because they didn't censor themselves at the MMAs. Yeah. No, they did not. No, they did not. It was just funny because like, they just cut the words. So mm-hmm. the track that was playing is like not fun like it just it just went silent and you're like it doesn't hit as hard but then when she did the the one part it was just like it hit so hard it was you're so like Ooh, whoops <laughs> i was screaming too i was like yeah she did it <laughs> it's cool it's a it's a damn good song mm-hmm. damn good song um, and then the other one that really got me, obviously, Idol was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Idol collabed with the, I don't know if it's just a singer or if this is a band and like the main singer of the band. Uh, how do you say there? Oh, I lost the video. Um, Jeriam? Mm-hmm. So their song 2521 kind of revived in popularity this year because of the drama 2521, mm-hmm. which the lyrics of that song kind of helped base the plot line of that drama. Um, it's basically about like two lovers, one's 21, one's 25, and like the story of their relationship and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And it's a, it's a gut-wrenching good song good good song so she came in at the end of tomboy and was like serving some like sweet rock vocals and then they transfer into 2521 and i didn't know that they were gonna also sing part of it so me young and Minnie like opened that song and i was like oh god because <laughs> low-key that's been like one of my cry songs this year so I was sobbing. I was like, "Uh oh." <laughs> <laughs> then she went into it, and she has those very like raw, emotional mm-hmm. vocals that just sound so good. Oh, it's starting to play. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here, listen. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so she was she was killing it throughout the whole performance and then at the very end you could tell she started to get emotional i think because the whole audience got so into it as well and so she was like crying by the end Aww. of the song and i was like oh god <laughs> I was doing a lot of crying that day so. <laughs> <laughs> um but then also cara 
who is like a super popular third gen girl group, um, came back for their 15th anniversary and they had a comeback stage where they did a little montage of like three of their most popular songs. And then they led into like the, their brand new song. So they performed it for the first time on the stage. Oh my God, they killed it. Nice. Like I know two of the girls from Kara from other things. Like one of them was an actress in Hello My Twenties. The other is like a host on a variety show that I watched. They sing so well. Wow. Like they killed it live. And I was so thoroughly impressed. I've been watching every one of their comeback stages because they've been promoting on all the musical shows. They even did a killing voice and they did so well on the killing voice. Nice. So I think we know which next girl group I'm going to be doing a deep dive on. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Just my own personal deep dives as I do. Um, I'm I'm not going to lie. There's like two, there's like two girls. I'm like already potentially biasing. That was quick. Yeah. You know, sometimes it just happens that way. Yes, ma'am. But they're grown women. Like the, I forget how old the oldest member is, but the second oldest is like 1988. Oh, but she looks super young. Um, and I think the younger ones are like early 1990s. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate when grown women do grown women songs. I've also been just watching all the comeback stages. There's been a lot of great comebacks recently, which we'll probably talk about. Uh, a bit later and then rm's indigo album i was listening to it like on repeat all day friday some saturday and i just can't get over how amazing that album is the lyrics the vibe so like i went into it kind of very open because he talked about how it's more of an experimental album and it definitely is but it still has the Namjoon feel, you know, like it still has the Namjoon like deep lyrics feeling of just raw emotion and very poetic and his, I don't know. I just love the way he sings too, like his vocal style and his rapping, everything about it. It's very chill. It's got a very specific style and he's not afraid to like play with effects to make his voice change and he did a lot of very interesting genres within this album as well too so i feel like every time i listen to the album i have a new favorite Mm -hmm. like i'm like oh no this one's my favorite and then i listen to it again i'm like oh no this one's my favorite (laughs) so i think that's really good um and then his npr tiny desk performance was fantastic i was gonna wait right to watch it until i listened to the whole album and then i sat down at my desk getting ready for work and i was like i'll watch this yeah so sobbing immediately <laughs> yep because of seasoning soul like right out the gate dude I was when like, i opened bro. that video when he opened that video i was like no no, no. oh no oh jesus <laughs> yeah that was a great way to start my day so all right well this week in k-pop JTBC reported that all members of Luna except Hyunjin and Bibi have suspended their exclusive contract with BBC, citing mutual trust being broken. Hell yeah. Burn BBC to the ground. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah? Controversial? I don't think so. No I'm kidding. I mean, there's a couple so, co- like companies now just, like, just burned to the ground. 
Exactly. Speaking of, Spire Entertainment <laughs> reportedly changed all the passwords on Omega X's fan, ca- fan cafe so that the members could not access it. Burn Spire Entertainment to the ground. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Also, um, Omega X has an article in the New York Times that was released today regarding the situation. So this stuff is hitting global international news. As it should. I genuinely, I hope all the best for them. And I hope that this like just changes things. It, you know? it should. Same same with the Chew situation. Like the, these companies make these idols work so hard, mm-hmm. you know, and they put them through a lot. They, you know, phys- they're f- it's very physically demanding everything. The least that they should be getting is payment. And treated like a human being. At the at the bare minimum. I was going to say, the fact that that's what we're at, like, that's all we're asking for. Payment and fair, fair, decent human being treatment. Like, come on. And apparently those are two of the most difficult things. Seriously. <sighs> Some good news. Chu has reportedly signed with BY4M Studio. So I'm looking forward to... She's already had, like, one solo song come out, but I'm looking forward to more from her. Hopefully, maybe the other girls can sign somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, as we mentioned already, RM was on NPR's Tiny Desk concert to promote his new album, Indigo. Highly recommend watching it. It's very, very good. This new group, Exceed? I think so. Okay. Exceed, X-E-E-D, um, is a new boy group debuted with their first mini album, Dreamland. Have you listened to it at all? Not yet. We'll have to check it out. Itzy released their newest album with the title track, Cheshire. They actually performed it for the first time at the Mamas as well. Mm-hmm. That was pretty fun. CSR earned their first music show award on KBS Music Bank. That's actually a huge deal. They're very fresh, brand new like small company girl group and i think a lot of people were really shocked that this happened but like so happy Mm -hmm. that it did jesse is celebrating her 17th anniversary dang girl she she'd been in this industry for a while Mm -hmm. Jin of bts held his birthday live last night this will be his last birthday live until he returns from service in two years happy birthday kim suk jin we will miss you very much so sad (laughs) it really is heartbreaking remember last year when we were celebrating his birthday at the concert (laughs) oh my god yeah it's fine it's fine we're fine and then 10 leaves for his enlistment basically right now yep today um when we're recording this which is december 5th korea time we will also miss him very much please be safe and stay healthy We'll have to mention him from time to time. <laughs> My emotional support, Bunny Rabbit, is leaving. I don't know what to do. Jeez. Um, after a seven-year hiatus, Kara made a comeback with When I Move. It's a banger. I highly recommend it. It's very, very good. Shiny's Minnow released his first teaser for his solo debut album, Chase. We are not ready for nope. that. No. And then V of BTS will be the next member to release his photo folio, Me, Myself, and V. 
it's you know it's gonna be like some bougie i'm not ready (laughs) (laughs) it is it's definitely gonna be like some like artsy bougie like fashionista like oh yeah thing it's gonna be good nct dream is releasing a special winter mini album candy it's actually a cover of candy by hot oh i believe which uh sm just released a like remastered version of that music video nice probably because of this i believe it was chana's idea to do it I i feel like i read that somewhere and team released an extended version of their music video for their debut song under the skin uh, we I is releasing a Christmas special album gift for you <laughs> because they're our gift. <laughs> I mean, we just did a whole episode on them. How they know. Exactly. Moonbin and Sana of Astro will be releasing their third mini album, Incense, uh, which will be out January 4th because they just wanted to wreck us from the beginning of the year. They just wanted to make sure that we remembered that they exist. Not that I ever could forget. Um... They're like, four days in, how are you? We're like, clearly not okay. (laughs) When I saw that announcement, I was like, please let me breathe. Like, why? Like, yeah. Like, I still listen to Refuge, okay? And that came out way early this year. (laughs) Awesome. So I'm sure there's been a lot of other things as well, but it's been very busy this week in Mm K-pop. Um. So let's move into our main topic, which is, as we mentioned at the top of the episode, we will be talking about our favorite comebacks from November. Um, I've been very excited to talk about these as well, but Katie, you go first. Okay. Obviously, a lot of things were postponed at the beginning of the month. Yes. Um, So things kind of moved towards like the second week of the month-ish. So it's been mm-hmm. pretty busy, like, towards the beginning of the month. So to start it out, uh, Trends released their uh, s- uh, second album, I think. I think it's the second one. Second mini album. Hmm. Uh, Blue Set Chapter Unknown Code um, with Vagabond. It was, like, three songs or something. It was really good nonetheless nice. they were like a newer boy group that debuted i think this year or towards the tail end of last year mm-hmm. um so they was really good vagabond was very good they did a great job with that one um next we have the solo debut of kim jonghyun who is used to be known as jr from newest yes um so he released his first solo mini album um called meridium it's like Carpe, I think it's like supposed to be like a play on like Carpe Diem, but it's like Meridiem. I don't know. Or maybe it's another Latin word. Or it's another Latin word that I didn't look up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was wonderful. Um, The title track for that one is called Lights. Um, I also purchased this as a physical version Um, because it's just that great. It's a big fan of JR when he was with Newest. So I will mm-hmm. continue to be a big fan of him going by his actual name now. Um, and his solo career. Yeah. And then Unu apparently dropped an OST called Love Sailing. It was great. <laughs> I just found it today and I was listening to it and I was like, this is wonderful. What is the drama 
that it's from? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll look it up. But um, Unu also met Robert Pattinson in Cairo at a um, fashion thing. Yeah, I think it was for Dior. Dior, yeah. But I was just having a moment because... uh, K-pop, K-pop colliding with Twilight, and I didn't know how to handle that. No kidding. It's just such an unexpected interaction. I did see the most hilarious video where, like, someone else, I can't, I can't remember their name, um, like, blew right past Robert Pattinson because he wanted to go say hi to Unu, but he, like, basically was just like, like excuse me twilight guy boom yeah i don't know what show this is it's a show he's in oh oh he's in it with like a bunch of these like oh i don't know what it's called broken no decibel decibel i keep seeing promotional photos i don't know is it out i'm not I'm not. I'm. I've been kind of distracted this month, so I haven't been keeping up very well with the K dramas. Yeah. Like, of what's coming out immediately, so I'm not sure. I just know that I've seen promotional photos. But it's great. The song was wonderful. Okay, I'll have to add it to my list. Um, and then Seventeen released their Japanese EP called Dream, and it is obviously fantastic. Yes. It was so good. Because Seventeen does an incredible job with Japanese songs. But also the music video was really, really good, too. Mm. Loved it. Um, and then three members of Treasure. Uh, Choi Hyun Suk. Is that okay? I can't read my own handwriting, guys. <laughs> um, Yoshi. And then uh, Horto from Treasure released um, Volcano. They performed it as part of their, like... When they performed it, one of the music shows, I can't, I can't remember if it was the Mamas or something, but they, the song was, is very good. (laughs) Okay. So they killed it. It was a very good song. Love the performance. Um, and then Extinary Heroes released their new album Overload with, (laughs) uh, Haircut as the title track. Um. Personally, didn't like Haircut as much <laughs> as the previous title track from their last album, but the rest of the songs on the album are really good. It's that one particular thing that we always talk about that I mess with you. Yeah, we. I'm laughing because off pod, she'll sing it and it'll get stuck in my head and then it's just both of us going, get a haircut. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, you know it, what though like everything but the chorus is phenomenal oh yeah the whole song is really really good and the music video is great it's just that one get a haircut yeah thing um but uh, all in all great job <laughs> um and then very very released a like single album i think it's like lu- i don't luminarily luminarity lim liminum lemon i don't know anyways they've been making up words (laughs) (laughs) tap tap is the name of the the title track it's also the song that finally won them their first 
um, music award and then they won a couple more after that so congratulations to them both of the songs on the album are very very good so i highly recommend checking it out still extremely disappointed that i didn't get to see very very in concert <laughs> i hope that girl that bought my ticket had a great time no chen of exo released his third mini album called last scene which was really good um really enjoyed it Love that we're discovering members of EXO, like, one at a time. Because <laughs> that's pretty much what we're doing. Exactly. Um, so it's been really good. And then Victon released their eighth mini-album called Choice with the lead single Virus. Amazing. Victon's been through a lot. So there are... Not only is one of their members in the military, but they also lost a member from the group. Someone left. Yeah. And it's been a rough for them. But this album was great. Like, the the title track was very good, and the rest of the songs have been fantastic. So they're still holding strong, and I believe in them. So, yeah. yeah they were just it. touring recently, too, right? Were they? Or they did some shows, didn't they? Did they? They yeah. didn't come here. I th- they, no, I thought they? when like the news broke of the member leaving, they had to go like perform somewhere. Or am I? I they were misremembering going somewhere. That? I don't remember honestly. Mm. It's been so busy and messy. A lot of drama. <laughs> yeah. A lot of drama. Um, and then Jungkook of BTS released Dreamers, which is the single that he did that he collaborated on. Um, that was released for the FIFA World Cup. Um, it's a very good song. Mm-hmm. Um. After South Korea won against Portugal, like they were playing this song, and I was like, "Well, now sobbing." No. <laughs> um. So, really looking forward to South Korea's game on Monday against Brazil. So, guess <laughs> we'll find out what happens. Um. And then Tempest, who is my new favorite band that has debuted this year, released on and on with the title track "Dragon," another banger. Like the whole album is really good. great. <laughs> It was super, like, SM sounding. Yes. But, like, I really liked it. Yeah, it did. Um, But they've been, every album, fantastic since the very beginning. Um, They're definitely, like, one of the newest debuted boy groups that I absolutely love. Um, And then One Us dropped a Japanese album that I had no idea that they were doing called Dopamine. So I don't think they did a lot of promotion for this like at all. And I don't even think there's a music video for it. Oh. Yeah. Sometimes they do them later. I think this was on like that they were in the process of like going to release this when all of the stuff happened with like Raven leaving the group and everything. So I think that like Dang, there has been a lot of drama. There's been a lot of drama this year. Yeah. Um, And this month specifically. Mm -hmm. This month, last month, it's been a lot. Um, But yeah, it's still really great. And like the album is was done very well. Um, Mill of Only One Of released his single um, called Beat. They need to chill, (laughs) which is the constant. Like, I cannot wait to see like where all this is leading to. Like, that's the one thing I'm looking forward to the most is because each individual song has been so phenomenal. But it's like, where are we going? What are we doing? Mm -hmm. What's the outcome of this? And I can't wait to find out. (laughs) Better be next year or the end of this month. I don't know. 
Please. Who knows? They could string it for a little while. They could. They definitely could. Um, And then I mentioned earlier that ATs's uh, Paradigm came out. They were like, "Mm, you think November's over? I was like, nope, drop this album on the 30th. I was like, all right. Um, Very, very good. Um, Yeah, highly recommend checking it out. Um, And then Kong Daniel, I forgot that this one had come out earlier in the month. And I was like, did I listen to this? Um, he released a repackaged version of the story untold called the story retold um, with the title track Nirvana, which features PH1 and WDBZ. I don't know if that's supposed to like you're supposed to pronounce it a different way. I don't know. Probably just that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super good. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that like, new category that we added for that we just added for our like final episode because mm. some of these were just like totally out of nowhere yeah that i like fell completely head over heels for so um some of the people that i mentioned just rec- just now are probably going to be on that list ooh um sneak preview but yeah overall it's been a good month there definitely wasn't as many things that were released as the previous month but it makes sense yeah because of like the holidays are coming and all that stuff so things start to slow end down a little show, bit end, end of, of your shows yeah. end of your shows so we've like we've already had two of the award shows we still have to have the gold and disc awards and like other stuff coming still so um mm-hmm. new album releases are going to be less and less as we reach towards the end of the year Except for Moonbin and Sana, who were like, we're going to start out your year on, um, (laughs) you know, your grave, apparently. (laughs) My grave, at least. Coming in 2023 hot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm all here for starting out 2023 on a good foot because it's been rough the last several years. So let's start it out like, well, that's cool. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. How about you? Bring us some luck. I know, for real. Um, So to start the month off um vv's had a universe music video release and it was called rum pum pum and dude again we've talked about this before the budgets that they get for these videos are super cool um it was just a stunning music video and a very catching catchy song and it was nice to see a bit more from VVs because they've mm-hmm. only just debuted this year. And um, it's nice to see more colors from them as a newer group as the three of them, of course. Um, this month for me was the month of the, the Nugu girlies, like basically all the like really smaller company groups, mm-hmm. um, because obviously a lot of the bigger ones were preparing for the MMAs and <laughs> mamas. Uh, so to start it off, I came across this soloist named Lim Kim and mm-hmm. her song Veal or Veil, probably Veil, not Veal, but ignore me. <laughs> She's singing Veil. about deer. You know, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> teach their own. No, I'm kidding. Veil. Uh, it was a beautiful song. She's a fantastic soloist and I very thoroughly enjoyed this song. Next, we have Alexa, who came back with Back in Vogue, and she was doing lots of voguing, lots of um, 
comeback stages and girl was killing it. It's so funny. She, <laughs> she was like, when you're a four foot 11 girl and have to make yourself look tall. And she was like talking about how many pairs of heels she had to wear for her stages. <laughs> Cause she's super short. She is super short. Um, but I really liked her song and her album had a song collab with Moonbeal and it was a song called star. And I just thought that was precious. It was really nice. Um, but I really liked her album overall too. Craxy, which is a group, a, a group that I really need to get into. They're, they're basically in the realm of like Pixie and Dreamcatcher, like very hard horror concept kind of a thing. They're intense, um, but they have a song that they came back with this month called Poison Rose, and it was fire. It was very good. They go real hard on the choreo, and they're very intense, and I like it. Uh, Yua from Oh My Girl had a solo this month, and she even won first place on one of the music shows for this, and she had a song called Selfish. Um, Her pre-release song didn't love i'm not gonna lie it it was like i think it was like on a beach or had like this very like mermaidy theme i just wasn't vibing with it it just wasn't my particular taste in song but the song selfish oh my gosh hella catchy hella hella catchy it was super cool her voice is so strong and so unique mm-hmm. um i don't know it was just super cool and then the album that i've already mentioned a bunch of times this month is the new group 5050. Mm-hmm. The whole album's amazing, but Loving Me is my favorite. And then the title track is Higher, which I would say is probably my second favorite. But really, I really enjoy every song, and it's going to probably be on somewhere on one of my favorites for the end of the year. Next, we have Ua with Roller Coaster. I love Ua. Every time they come back, I always enjoy their comebacks. I don't know anything about them <laughs> um, because I've never like, you know, uh, gone to their like profile page and gotten to know them. But every comeback, I'm here for them. This song was so much fun. And specifically, I've been listening to my music this month a lot in my earbuds, which I know may sound like a, a yeah, duh, kind of a thing for most people. But for this past year, I haven't really been able to listen to music with my earbuds because I've always had to kind of be on alert Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So I couldn't really like distract myself by putting earbuds in. So listening to it with the, um, with the earbuds, you can hear a lot more of the production in the background. And this song has a crazy good production. There's like this drum roll that literally feels like a roller coaster in it because you can feel the drum roll move from left to right, but it go it goes up and down too. So it literally feels like the beat is like coming in front. Oh, so cool. I can't explain it. <laughs> no, I'm going amazing. on a roller coaster listening to this song. <laughs> um, next we have Secret Numbers Tap. You had tap tap, I had tap. <laughs> um, Secret Number is also a group that I typically always enjoy their comebacks. Every time I see that they're coming back, I I tune in for sure. Um, there's only been like one song I haven't vibed with, but this one I liked a lot. It was a very good song. Again, I was just like going 
song after song after song with all these groups. Um, new group that debuted is called Artbeat, and they had the song called Magic. And it was a very obviously magical sounding song, very sweet. Um, every time it would come on, I go, ooh, I like that song. What is it? And I look at it and I'm like, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I need to remember who this song is by. Because every time it started, I would just instantly be like, ooh, I like this one. <laughs> uh, next, we have Stacy, who came back with their Japanese debut um, with the song Poppy. And I, I don't know what to tell you. It's so addicting. It's just a poppy, poppy, pop, poppy, poppy. <laughs> It's so addicting. I'm obsessed. They're so cute. And I am always here for Stacy. Love it. CSR, who we mentioned a little bit earlier in this episode, mm-hmm. who got that first win with the song Love Decon. It's like a literal heart. And then Decon, Love Decon. Uh, it's a super cute, bubbly song. Who did someone describe it as? Someone said... Oh, I don't know. Never mind. I'm thinking of a different song. But their performance of this is really cute. They had these like little hearts on. They were wearing like uniform type outfits for one of their performances. And they had hearts almost like a name badge. And in the performance, they take it off and incorporate it into their choreo and then like stick it back on, trade it with others. It's super cute and creative. I've never seen a group do something like that before. Um Obviously, people typically incorporate, like, scarves and stuff into their choreo, but this is, like, literally, like, a stick-on, like, name badge that they're, like, oh my God. incorporating. It was cool. Wein came out with a single with Kolde, Cold, um, where they did the song called Sunny Shower. Very, like, chill, good vibes, like... It's not a ballad. It's like a super chill, happy vibe song. If that makes sense. I guess Sunny mm-hmm. Shower would kind of be like the perfect name for that. Because it's like still sunny and bright, but like shower, like raining. So it's still slow. I don't know if that makes any sense. But <laughs> then BB had to go and freaking wreck all of us with BB Vengeance. Girl has been putting out... She, like, since BB Vengeance has put out two full music videos. Wow. And she had already put out, like, two or three others before this. Girl was like, I'm sorry, full music video for every song on this album? You bet. You bet. But BB Vengeance had this specific, specific thing to it in that she's just hot as hell. Like, what... (laughs) You're like, I don't what know else how, what else to say. say. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. She was she was hot as hell. She was like, we're here to attract the women. Okay? Girl, every like female reactor that would watch this, they'd just be like, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. We need to get to know BB more. And it's really funny because BB actually has been one of my favorites this year uh-huh. without even me realizing it. Like two of my all time favorite OSTs this year are by her. Oh, <laughs> this video and then animal farm two 
And like, there's just so much of her this year that I I didn't even realize I had been yeah. truly in love with. <sighs> She's just super cool. Super, super cool. Um, and mix came out with a Christmas song called funky glitter Christmas. Oh my God. I saw that. <laughs> and it's actually super good. I really liked it a lot. Like I would say it's my second favorite and mix song. Cool. will cool. will always be number one. <laughs> until they put something else out but uh funky glitter christmas was fun it kind of gave me the vibes of like christmas evil but like a girl group version and that it's like a very quirky christmas song you know it's finally time that i can bump christmas evil that's right (laughs) finally And then just like you mentioned, Kung Daniel had the song Nirvana come back. I loved that music video. Oh, I thought so it was good. super cool. It was super yeah. cool. I watched Kung Daniel in um, a drama this year called Rookie Cops. Mm-hmm. And I already adored him. But seeing him as the male lead in a cop uniform. <laughs> Why do you think the moment his tickets went on sale for his concert, like his tour, I was like, a purchase yeah yeah i can't wait no for real um yeah i like this song a lot red velvet came out with birthday Mm -hmm. and i love it it is classic weird cute that red velvet does um they had they were standing at a pentagram that was made up of rainbow plushies why are they so and if that's weird? not the most red velvet thing you've ever heard, <laughs> why to cast a spell to oh. get into the birthday party? Yeah, beg, I beg your pardon, my bad. <laughs> they had to defeat the villains in order to get into the party. Duh. Follow the plot line. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. I'm so no, sorry. but it's a it's a fun song. the The beat hits like for the chorus real hard, and it's so good. Um, they all look amazing. Like the styling on this, this era Mm -hmm. is fantastic. Love it. 10 out of 10. Um, I already mentioned I've been vibing super hard with Kara and when I move, been watching every comeback stage and they're adorable. They're, they're doing their like ending fairies, right? Which ending fairies are relatively new thing to K-pop in terms of like, Older groups come back and they're like, what do you mean we'd have to do these ending fairies? <laughs> but they're super cute. Like they, they, um, I think because obviously this is like a special comeback for them, they've been giving every one of them an ending fairy for every performance. So it's mm-hmm. not just one member typically. Um, they'll give it to all five of them. I believe it's five. Um, and they're just super cute. <laughs> they're just adorable. Um, and then last but not least, Itzy had Cheshire. And I really liked it. I enjoyed Cheshire. I wouldn't say it's like my ultimate favorite song from Itzy, but I love the concept. The video was fun. The song is catchy. And the two other title or the two other songs on their EP are a lot of fun as well. I think it's Snowy and Oh God quickly let me look snowy was super good freaky that's the other one both very good so yeah that was about it for me 
November was an interesting month for comebacks. It was a lot because we had all the endings, you know, ending end of the year shows. Sorry. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of like different type of comebacks. But get excited for the next few episodes. So next week we are doing our Spotify wrapped episode, which will be a lot of fun. I think a lot of you have been looking forward to that. <laughs> I say that. I have no idea. We I have no assume. idea. <laughs> There's one person that I think follows me on Twitter, like not on the K-pop podcast, but like my own K-pop podcast or my own K-pop podcast, my own Twitter Chelsea um, went solo and no one knew. I didn't know. <laughs> Come follow me on my own podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So I think they they follow me on that too. And they saw my post of my top songs, which is totally fine. But she was, they were like, oh, how many times did you listen to this? Because I feel like you've been hyping this up. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> it's not, it's not that much but like if you put everything all together i have in general listened to that a lot so it's your spotify wrapped really outs you on how many times you've listened to like a song it but it's like for me it feels like it's not actually like i'm like did i listen to it only that many times because it felt like 10 times that I think the thing that really outs you is how many minutes you listen to one particular group. And I was like, True. oh, God, I'm in the I'm in the top 0.05%. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So next week, look forward to that. All about our Spotify wrapped. And even if you don't have Spotify, I think it's still interesting to listen to. I mean, I would. Um, we may I may even throw in a bit of my YouTube recap as a comparison um but it's still fun to kind of like i guess listen to oh what were their top songs or top albums or whatever um and then after that i think we're doing favorite performances from end of the year yeah favorite end of the year performances and then we'll do our big kahuna end of the year episode (laughs) yeah so i can't remember if we always squeeze in like December comebacks or if that's like maybe we'll do that the first week of January January, yeah um I don't think there's a lot coming out this I don't think so either so maybe it'll be a quick easy episode but yeah but the big the big end of the year will be fun because we'll be talking if you're if you're new to our k-pop uh podcast uh we typically will chart like here are my top 10 albums, top 10 songs. Yeah. It's the Music worst videos. episode to prep for, to be honest, <laughs> because it's just so We've hard. been prepping for it for weeks. <laughs> We've been, like, we talk about it towards the end of November every time when we're, like, getting ready for it. And so I keep, I write, uh, every time we do favorite comebacks, mm. I, like, write it down in a notebook. So I have a notebook that I keep every month worth of. You're smart. I write mine and then delete it every month. So Yeah. So I write mine down and then I have to go through and be like, okay, what did I like in January? And then I like Mm -hmm. highlight the ones I liked. And then I'm like, what did I like in February? Well, guess what? I liked everything in October, which is now making things very difficult to narrow down to 10. Gosh, yeah. October was a big month. I do have my Spotify monthly playlist. That'll help what I listen to in the month. So that'll help me. Um, 
but we have some fun categories in there as well mm-hmm. that you can look forward to. Um, it's just a fun way for us to basically summarize the year of K-pop and what our favorites were and do a little bit of comparing. And Katie and I listened to, I feel like, very wide range of of stuff in K-pop. Like, I feel like we cover a lot of bases, so mm-hmm. we'll probably mention at least something that you enjoy. And yeah, that's really about it. Anything else before we wrap this up? Nope. All right. That's going to wrap up this week's episode of You Can't Stop Me Loving K-Pop. The show notes for this episode and every episode can be found on our website, anchor.fm slash podcast. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at lovingkpoppod. And if you want to chat with us in real time, you can join our Slack workspace or our Discord server that we share with our network. Invite links for those will be included in our show notes, as well as the link to the podcast survey that I mentioned earlier. You can also email us at lovingkpoppod at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and basically every other podcast app. And be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode for a promo from all the shows on the geek to geek Media Network. And don't forget to visit Geek2GeekMedia.com to find out more information on all of our network's podcasts, streamers, and bloggers. And until next time, bye! bye. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies. K-pop. Disney Plus. Keanu. Keanu Reeves. New. Or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu.